The Weekly Shots Podcast with your hosts, The Shots, Randomness, Yo, Brian, The Brainchild. My whole thing in life, though, is you question everything. And Uncle Daddy. Yeah, that's me. Hello, folks. <laughs> Welcome to episode 13? 13. 13. We've made it past the 12 mark, guys. That's Amazing. a mark? Is that a mark? Yeah, to me it was. That's <laughs> what straight freaking weeks of doing this, man. We missed one. I know, well, that's man. pretty crazy. Three months? Three months. Three months? Three months now. That seems now. weird. That seems, no. It feels like only doing it for like a couple we weeks. We haven't missed a week. No, we haven't. Every freaking week, man. That's like freaking good. cake. Every yeah. Friday morning, you're waking up to us, driving to work, pissed off as hell like the rest of us. <laughs> Seriously. Cake by the ocean. How's everybody's weekend this past weekend? Mine was tiring. What'd you do? I hung out with a newborn. <laughs> they forget, when you leave the hospital with a newborn, they don't tell you how to do anything. They just hand you the baby and say, go home and good luck. No booklets, no, no instruction manuals, not, no. no little pictures to follow? Not really, no. Step yeah, one, they, step two, step no. three. <laughs> you have to take a test to get a driver's license, but to take a brand new baby home, nothing. Yeah, so. damn, I remember that feeling. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the nurse has to walk out with you when you take the baby out and watch you put the baby into the carrier. That's it. The, ba- the seat, yeah. because if you jack that yeah, up. Yeah, they got to verify yeah. that you have uh, yeah. a car seat. A car seat. Yeah. yeah, and that you know how to put a baby in a car seat. They yeah. won't even let you leave with the baby if you don't have a freaking carrier. Nope. 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 I don't know. I remember that. So. Oh, yeah. By the way, we've got somebody lurking in the shadows right now. What? Who is Who that be? Who would be lurking Who'd in the be shadows? Who that be over there? Step no, up to the mic, son. Piff lurks, homie. What's good? What's going Damn, on, man? So, sorry, Brian. I wanted to make sure everybody knew that yeah. there was a shark out there listening. You I know. know what I'm so, finish, finish your weekend out, man. So, just hanging out with little Liam. And he's, he's, he had one bad night, but other than that, he's just a chill kid. Yeah, gave him his first bath. He just chilled. The only thing he knows how to do, how to talk to anybody, is cry. So, he does a lot of that and does a lot of eating. It's nice. I bet you're still playing him classical music. You reading books to him yet? Reading books to him, not playing classical music though. We're doing heavy metal. Okay. Viking. Viking oh, music. Starting yeah. on that Rammstein. Yeah, Rammstein and Wardruna. Yep. Isn't wasn't there a study done where they had some crystals or something where they played um no. like metal? <laughs> no, no, hold on. No. no. They no, didn't they give was... the baby crystal meth. Calm down. <laughs> Jesus, here we go. Just to no, see what it would do. That's Portland. Uh, <laughs> now it starts. No, they played symphony music around something and the crystal formed all fluid and it made sense the way the crystal was, you know. But you're talking about the effect on water? No. It was uh it was like a crystal or something. It was water. I, I don't know what the fuck it is. I can Maybe explain I'm talking it. on my ass, but you are, but I can explain feels it. Feels like I remember hearing something about uh a crystal with symphony music playing around it and yeah. the crystal formed perfect. It was asymmetrical and all that stuff. It looked beautiful. But they played, you know, death metal, metal, whatever yeah. music and it was just all fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah. It was an experiment done by uh, an Asian guy. This fucking asshole on. knew what it was the whole time. Just well, I was, on. no, I was actually trying to interrupt you and tell you that you're not explaining it correctly. <laughs> he just told you like four times, I know what it is, let me explain it. And you're like, nah, nah, you don't know what it is. <laughs> I didn't even hear that part. Yeah. I was hearing the insults. Go ahead. <laughs> He did experiments where he he used music and sound waves on water, and then what he would do is flash freeze the water mm. and then analyze it on a molecular level to see what it looked like. So with classical music, it came out looking like this beautiful snowflake with mm. all of these nice little edges. He did it with heavy metal, and he did it with other things. And then he also did it with just talking at the water. 
where like you're a piece of shit water I hate you I want you to die you're worthless all this kind of stuff and then when you took when you flash froze the water and you look at it on a molecular level it looks like sludge but then he, so it was depressed it was your intention yeah it was the effect of a person's intention on the water mm-hmm. and how much are you made up of water what's your percentage 78.3 percent it's a lot so if that effect can have good, uh-huh. on a bottle of water, people's intention can affect you. Yes. Is what his experiment was saying. Huh. How so, do you feel about that, Uncle Daddy? Well, it sounds like you should stop cussing because you're Did making I? bad emotional crystals in my body. Well, it's when not I so much the cuss, words, it's the intention behind the words. That is true. Okay, so Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good timing. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah, damn. Nice now, uh, it's kind, kind of, of the same thing I said, the, but just with a whole lot more detail. So it's the driving emotion behind it. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, they've done experiments, too, with crystals to show that certain crystals emit different types of wavelengths. And when you have those crystals around you, they can actually have a, a direct effect on the human body. So that's Wait, another... Wait, what? Uh, hold on. You Dr. lost me <laughs> Dr. Amrishu yeah. Emoto. Yeah. His Japanese author, researcher, and entrepreneur. Is that a fucking fact check? Yeah. It is. That's a fact check, yeah. Damn, throwback Thursday today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can pull Thank up images. You, Google. you can pull up images yeah, of I'm his experiments. I'm looking at them right now. They look like That's kind of cool, though, they if look you think like about it right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, Water know. crystals and emotion, YouTube. Yeah, but the other thing is like the whole effect of actual... Because, I mean, you'll see people like the, the new agey people that have like the little quartz necklace thing. And you're like, oh, you know, it's a crystal that does this and that. Well, they did studies to show that those actually emit a, a wavelength that can actually have an effect on the human body. They just don't know what to, to what extent yet. Yeah, I think all the swap meets across America are just so happy that people believe that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. You can see that junk everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And most of it is that junk, but when you get some oils. real pure ones. Hey, how about that big fad where people were wearing little magnets on Oh, the magnetic, yeah. Oh, yeah, this actually increases my balance here. Push down on yeah, my arm. Go ahead. Now and, push down. Yeah, go ahead and watch any <laughs> baseball on TV, MLB. You're yeah. going to see all the pictures. They all got freaking magnets around They all have these little, especially pictures, man. They have them around the little bracelet, the necklaces around yeah. the thing and the bracelets. Yeah. I had that right. shit. Why are you talking shit? <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Stop talking shit. So is it, is it a proven fact that the shit don't work? It's all placebo. Uh, is that what it was? It's all in your mind. How if you believe you prove, it works. Can you prove that? Yeah. If, if you believe it works, it will work. If you don't believe it works, oh, it doesn't work. Yeah. I think later on tonight we're going to find out you can prove a lot of things. Yeah. You could trick a lot of people into a lot of things. But that's the other thing. <laughs> don't even yeah. know what he's Ooh. talking about. So, yeah, you've got me uh, a little entertained. Mm-hmm. Damn. Straight up, dude. Yeah. He just straight took a walk around the Coliseum like Gladiator. Yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Yelling Is there shit. no one else? Is, yeah. Well, that's the wrong movie. But either way, I get your point. But <laughs> do you see what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought that was the same one. No. 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 Are you sure Brad Pitt doesn't say that? No, it's no, not Brad Pitt. No, no, no. no. It's Gerard he, Butler. He, no, dude. Brad Pitt drugged the fucking corpse off the battlefield, dude. He didn't care if anybody's Entertained. Yeah, that's when he was. Uh, uh, who was he? Achilles in Troy. Yes, that Troy. was a good one. Watched that movie last week. Yeah, yeah, it was on whatever channel. Yeah, a little hottie in that one. Yeah, so, and I'm talking about Brad Pitt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they used the body double for him, I think. <laughs> damn. Well, damn, damn that shit looked good. <laughs> <laughs> damn. 
Good I mean, thing you ain't got headphones, and <laughs> I'd be chiming hey, in hey, and getting in no trouble. No homo. <laughs> Just saying, you look good in that movie. <laughs> he's no, no Zac homo. Efron, but he's pretty good. <laughs> oh, sorry. No homo, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. No homo, I guess. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have to edit that one out, but either way, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. So, what's new in your life, Mr. Shots? Let's stop beating around the bush. Talking about walking around oh, Coliseums yeah. and crap. Let's just dive right into it. Come on. Yeah, so Elephant I no longer work at my previous employer. I uh, had a complex set of issues that I needed to solve, so that was where it guided me. Unfortunately, I just didn't do it in the best way. Fact check. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Uh, you know. Do you but, know what it means? <laughs> I, yeah, had a certain, a I had circumstances that needed to be taken care of, and unfortunately, working in that company was not going to do that for me. Understandable. I mean, yeah. everybody changes jobs all the time. That's, it happens. I mean, everybody's trying to pursue something greater and you improve know, ourselves, improve their situation financially. Yeah, of course, that's what I'm. That's exactly why I left. Yeah, and started a new company. I hope it works out. Unfortunately, the the use of hope. So means yeah. that it could possibly not. Yeah. We'll see, man. I mean, hey, you gotta I've, be I've always, you know, you, you read resumes, you look at all the stuff online, you can do whatever you want. And what is most of it? Sales, sales, sales. I've never been a salesman. I've never really had to sell anything other than bullshit that I don't have, but that I didn't need. So why not try my freaking fist at it? Mm. What do you think? Um, I think... Your situation is indicative of a much larger problem that most of the United States is experiencing. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that I needed to go to AA over this problem. I just changed jobs. I mean, everybody, <laughs> the struggle to get by is getting harder and harder every single day. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, almost now it's across the United States where there was a time when only one person needed to work full time and then the other spouse could stay at home with the kids. Now that dream is gone. Like, now it's almost across the board. Both people need oh to be God, working. Oh, my God. This conversation can go so many directions. Yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, like I tell my wife, I'm like, Great feeder, bro. Thanks like, for trying to feed me into talking about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. I go tell ahead. my wife all the time, I'm like, sweetie, you can definitely stay home. Um, just be happy with what that comes with. You know what I mean? Yeah. That means we're all sharing a studio apartment. Well, maybe not that bad. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean? That bad. There's... Definitely not going to be talk of me buying an iPhone 6 Plus for my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a whole lot <laughs> yeah. of talk of taking that back if it accidentally happened. <laughs> Definitely a lot of talk about yeah. how healthy Top Ramens might be. <laughs> That's <laughs> but true. benefits of that. Maybe but if like, we boil it and then pour that water out and boil it again, pour <laughs> that water out, maybe we can have a healthy noodle. <laughs> but I think the story here is not the fact that you changed jobs. That's great. But oh, he's talking about in the method that I used to leave the other job. That was yeah. fantastic. I was an asshole. It was pathetic. That's it. Let's move on. Uh, you can't. No, I wouldn't I'm, say what that. What a dick. No, 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 no. It's good. That. No. Come on. Everybody knows if you're going to change jobs, you don't want to. If you get mad, if you get frustrated at the job that you're at, mm-hmm. you want to quit. I mean, you, everybody has those days, man. You just. Oh, wanna, yeah. I'm not going to come in. Forget it. I'll find something else. What's the first advice that you're going to give somebody in that situation like hey man that's cool just make sure you have something lined up i love the way you got to start your new job because they let you come in for a couple days and check it out to make sure it's something that you really want it's almost like taking a car out for a test drive not too many people get that option most people just have to just take that chance to see if that's what they really want when they apply online but you actually got a chance to go in there and, and check out the place a little bit okay 
I had worked for a previous employer before I started at this employer. And that previous employer before I started at this just past employer that I quit just a while ago, he fed me a line bigger than shit of all kinds of different things. And by the time I'd quit my job and started working for him, I found out that the grass was fertilized with dog shit. And it was complete lies. All of it was complete yeah, that lies. Make a good so I just quit working for an awesome company. Yeah, he did. And then I started working for something that somebody totally lied to me and set, fed me a line of dreams. And then it was complete horse shit from the get go. And the very first day when I stepped on soil and said, All right, I'm here to work, I knew right then, the first five minutes, that I'd made a horrible mistake, that it was all lies. Now, this time, coming out of the Marine Corps 15 years, I'm, you know, a little bit older. I can't roll the dice. I can't roll the dice too much nah. anymore. Yeah, it's good. All right. I started working for a company. It was wrong the way I did it. It really was. It was complete bullshit the way I did it. But I felt to myself that I could not lose that job and go to another one if it was bullshit. So, in a, in a way, I helped myself by doing bullshit to another company, which is fucked up. Hey, and you I'll know what? Have, I'll Guess never what? do that again. That company's not going to have any remorse if they had to cut you for any reason. That's so. true. That's yeah. true. You know, but still, doggy, at the end of the day, I you know felt like shit. So sad nowadays is the truth is, me and my wife had this conversation too. Um, there's no such thing as loyalty anymore. You know what I mean? You could work somewhere for 15, 20 years, but it all just comes down to the numbers. It's all about profit, gain, yeah. loss. And man, if you're yeah. not producing and you're not bringing that company, what's the point of. You know, the company's out to make money. You're out to get paid. Mm-hmm. And if those numbers don't drive, there's no such thing as like, hey, I know you're having a bad couple of years, but you've been with us for X amount of years, so we're going to stick by you. It's not like that. It's like, yeah. hey, the next kid below you just started, and his numbers look great, so that's the thing, sorry, like, we're going to have to cut you. With a lot of these corporations these days, you're just like a small cog in a giant machine. And if you fall off, they don't care. They'll just plug somebody else in. They're not going to collapse. You know, because you're like somebody's not there. So people need to remember that and think about what's in their best interest sometimes as opposed to the companies that you're working for. Yeah, I mean, the loyalties only can go so far. Like I've worked for managers who liked the way I work. They saw that I did a little extra here and there and they try to do the best they can within their reach. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're just answering to the next two or three people that are above them. Yeah. So if you know an order comes down the chain of command that's just what it is they can't they can only protect you so much you know just the simple fact that i just dumped out a complete douchebagish story but yet we have turned the conversation into almost justifying what i did that is the issue with all of our society right now is the fact that three of us can take my story something that i did absolutely horribly wrong but at the same time turn around and justify it what does that tell you about corporations that we work for you guys did done nothing wrong, but I did do something kind of wrong. To me, it felt like it was wrong mm-hmm. because I have individual feelings, right? So if I felt like that I did something horribly wrong, how come a company doesn't feel like they've done horribly wrong when they do bullshit to us? That's the reason why the three of us, um, I mean, I didn't, wasn't even in it. You guys just spiraled it right up in the clouds that it's almost justifiable what I did. Because you're coming in from an individual perspective, and mm-hmm. when you're comparing it to a corporation, you're talking about bunch of people you're but doesn't that tell you something about our society that that's something that is wrong people that we are working for you work all this hard labor blood sweat tears missing your family to earn a couple dollars i get it Mm -hmm. but at the same time the company 
just a cog in a wheel. I think that's what you said. Yeah. Mr. Brain, you said that we are nothing but cogs in this gigantic wheel. So why do yeah. I feel bad for what I did? Because you, that's see, what I'm getting. Because you have pride. There is a yeah. I you do. you but you want your moral that we work for have pride in their people. But they do because there's the part which you don't understand. I've been fired before, a f- more times than I like to admit. And then uh, and I remember sitting in front of uh, one particular office and manager. He goes, "This is the toughest part of my job, when he has to let somebody go. That's when you come down to individuals, they will feel bad. But mm-hmm. when you're comparing yourself to a company." That's not just one individual. It's not like Coca-Cola is going to cry for every driver or person that stocks their cows. <laughs> every death in the family. But if again. that, if the owner of Coca-Cola, which there's probably not just one owner, there's, there's a group of people, if they heard that individual story, they might feel bad for that person. But you're talking about Coca-Cola as an Okay, entity. maybe not I'm necessarily Coca-Cola corp. As a, after, the top, after two, after your top boss, they have no idea you're a number. Yeah, think after of it like up, this. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah for think about it like business, this. Do Does you, it seem wrong? Do you feel bad, yeah, like, say, yes no. if, a, like, you know, a fingernail falls off your hand or something because it died? You know, you don't feel bad for that, that Actually, individual Actually, probably hurt self. like a motherfucker or whatever. It may hurt. It to fall off. I think he's talking about the part you clip off. Yeah, the part you uh, clip off. Yeah. Because you have girl nails. Uh, like, or, that you, you know, paint. some other, like, a, a few of your cells that may die in your body or whatever. Sure. You don't notice them. You don't care. It's a big corporation. In, huh? in your corporation, the corporation as a whole, yes, they may try to give the impression that they're, like, a caring company. They worry about their employees. But as a whole, the organization, the company... It's a machine. It's alive. It's an organism. Okay. Cool. And and if it has to cut off a portion of that organism of itself to get to continue to function for it, it'll do it just fine. No problem. Okay. But in your body right now, if that the theory that you just posted out, if the cell, if the if the body, the consciousness doesn't actually care that a couple cells die or fall off or whatever, don't you think you would want those cells to care instead of just saying, you know what, it the cells and God- fucked them over. This All right, is the, John, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have the company that you quit write you a letter and tell you how great they appreciated you and how sad and they were that matter. you left. It won't matter. Is that what you're asking for, sweetie? Yeah. You, your you consciousness you isn't the aware bosom? of the individual cells, but your individual cells. Jesse over here does not even know what we're talking about. Pretty much. I think he knows what no, I'm talking about. No, I'm on the fence with this one. Pretty much. You're a piece of shit is what they're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll story. take it. Whatever. Yeah, Move on. Was. No, I hear what you're saying. No. Should it the company I don't think care? You do. No. They do. I, I wasn't think, I don't care about the company. I'm just I saying think that wouldn't you more. think the company would give a damn in the cell format here? No. But they if don't. they died. You would think they would. You they c- do. But you will you, die if all of them give up. You as the company will as die. As a whole, no. But as, on a localized level, yes. You you quitting a job would be important on a localized level. Think about the people you worked with. I bet you affected them the fact I'm sure you had coworkers that were disappointed that you left yeah possibly so, and two they, of that, them in front of me even the third one over here and they represent the company so what are mm. you talking about when you air quote company you see you're largely that's why I keep saying you're when you say and company remember I said you're two lumping up. In, you guys are equal you're lumping it's up a large up. sum you're, you're lumping up a large sum when you say company that's true I'm pretty sure your boss was disappointed that you just quit abruptly yeah, that's because he had a whole lot more work to do that day but Either way. I'm pretty sure they hired you for a reason. I think they liked you, and I think you showed they a lot did. of promise. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of skills. Yeah. Let's I put do. our pride aside. But, yeah. hey, this is a toast to new adventures. Yes. For John Schatz. And some depression, possibly. 
If you could look at John Shot's face. He's cheering right now. To a new beginning. To a new beginning. And the end, this is the last podcast we're going to shoot because he has a job we can't (laughs) record anymore. (laughs) Just kidding. That ain't going to happen. Because we have the key. Where's the third one? (laughs) Episode 13, the final cut. (laughs) (laughs) The final frontier. (laughs) John's too busy now. He has a new job. No, you guys suck. Let's move on. <laughs> that that guy actually got me thinking because like all oh of Lord, yourselves, we're not gonna go right. Oh, thanks. All... That's where I was headed, but you fucks bring it all the way back. It's all good. Go ahead. <laughs> and I thought that too. I was like, there it is. Oh, never mind. Dude, Pip, <laughs> Pip, was, up, Pip yeah. was over here starting to read the fucking Bible. I was talking about cells and origin and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? Does that do anything? Do you know what Bible stands for? Yeah, basic books. instructions. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. There you go. Bing. Basic and basics. Basic instructions Coming. before leaving Earth. No, that's Bible. not what it means. Coming that's from the uneducated what? bastard to your left, quote what? unquote, what John called me. <laughs> Fact check. Right no, that that's it not what, what it means. means. Basic no. instructions before leaving it, Earth. No, it's not. Come on. I bro. know what you're saying. What, what, it's just, what does it's it just mean? It's just an acronym. What they're saying with the. B I B. They just made up an acronym. That's not what it means. But what that does kind it of, mean? That kind of stuff just bothers me. It's like, oh, let's make up some acronym and we're going to apply it to this and it's going to sound cool. What well, does it mean? It, does. it means books. Well, honestly, multiple books. Honestly, Bible means books. Cool. It means books. There's What'd multiple books. Can't we just both be right? And we don't even have all the books of the Bible. Because do you know how they chose which books should be which in the Bible? Benefited yeah, them? they took out the best, awesomesomest ones and they put it in the Bible. This is what they did. And they put that in the book. This is what they did. The book of shots? We don't need that shit. Well, they did say basic <laughs> instructions. <laughs> oh, they did say total instructions. Oh, no, this no is shit. what they did. Titable. But if you call now for just pay shipping and handling, we will send you the rest of the instructions. Hey, Brian, nobody asked for the titable. They just wanted the Bible. Oh, jeez. Nobody wanted the total instructions, just the basic instructions. Dude, I swear to God, the guy that told me that, I'm not to cut you off real quick, Brian. The guy that told me that, he was like, do you know what Bible means? And I was like, it's a book with a lot of people like talked. And he was like, no, do you know what B-I-B-L-E stands for? And I was like, no, and it said basic instructions before leaving Earth. And I was like, well, who the fuck's got the goddamn, uh, who's got the advanced instructions? Yeah, because there's not. Yeah, a is whole there like lot. a beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then. And then which section should we listen to? Should we listen to the section that says uh, stone your child if they leave the faith? Ooh. I'll tell you who has the whole instructions, the advanced copy. I do, John. And who would you be? God. Am I dead? You will be in about 15 more years. Keep drinking. Um. <laughs> How rude. That has oh, to be added. God. Out, you know? 15, 15 oh years smoking. on the day. Keep Piffs. smoking cigarettes. Hey, 15, 15 years down Keep the day. Keep eating Twinkies every morning. Oh. Piff's walking down the sidewalk, pissed off because technology is so far advanced. His records don't mean anything anymore. Keep buying hosts. And then he just coffee. falls over dead. 15 wow. years today. So much hatred. He's like, goddamn kids. And then falls over. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, that means you'll be about our age. But all right, everybody <laughs> should get their hands on the books that were not included in the Bible and read them for yourselves, because the people that compiled the Bible was a group of Greek philosophers, basically, who were handpicked by the king at the time. King who? Uh, king John. The no, James. It was James. Sorry. King James version of the Bible. Exactly. So if anybody's ever seen Game of Thrones and oh how they Lord. do things, the king will appoint people into positions who will support him and his power and his ideals. 
So the king at the time did the same thing. That's how things were run. Those people were not chosen of God, but they were a bunch of secular men who decided to compile a bunch of books together they thought supported their ideas. Mm-hmm. And then they left out a bunch of other ones that didn't. Well, yeah, well, that How do you know God didn't give King James that divine power to appoint those people? When you say they weren't appointed by God. How do you know God oh, didn't appoint? Oh, God, this is what I've been waiting on. <laughs> He's still yeah. ready to go. Well, what you say, you don't know for certain, so you but, just kind of... I mean, that, that, what's that dude's We're going to go in that carousel. Well, how do you know exactly. this? Well, how do you yeah. know that? Because when you look at the other Bible, the books that are not included in the Bible, they have some ideas that don't correlate with what current Christianity would hold to be true, like the book of Enoch. And then another an example of that, the book of Revelations... That it's we not all, revelations, it's a revelation. Go anyways, the, <laughs> there's not the, the point, ones. The point is <laughs> still the same. That that book wasn't even considered truthful or it could be part of the canon until the late 1800s. They didn't know if, even if it was true, but this is a book that everybody touts as something. I just find essential. it hard to believe that those guys had so much foresight for all the years that that information and all those books and all that information from each individual book that was collected that they had they were just so wise at that time that they just knew that that would stand the test of time those 66 books that they put together they didn't know it was going to that's just it was a by, strong crapshoot i mean you know what i mean like that's and it's to like, say that that doesn't have some kind of divine yeah. intervention or touch or fingerprint about, like, on that the canon that we currently hold today that has changed over time it hasn't been consistent throughout all the centuries. The the gist of it has word for word hasn't. Huh? The word for word <laughs> translation hasn't. Yeah, the, the book word of Revelation for word tra- has, translation hasn't because you think about it, we have to translate it into Chinese. We have to translate it into Hawaiian. Well, I'm not Pagan. worried about that. To, so all the translations hasn't, but the when you look at the Dead Sea Scrolls, that proves that there's consistency with what the books that they've collected and what they've written. So in other words, if you had people scribes. And you had, let's say you started with 100 copies and okay. they had a copy of that thing. If some There's scribe and number, yeah, but if he makes that variance yeah. 10 books down, 10 yeah. copies down, yeah. you know how different that's going to look in today's times? So we should have a million different styles of Bibles, Correct. but we don't. We have different versions of different yeah. translations of the same book. Mm-hmm. So there isn't inconsistencies as far as the <clears throat> principles. Mm-hmm. In the gist of what they're trying to tell. Yeah. So if you change a, a word here or two, I get that, but mm-hmm. that doesn't change exactly what they're talking yeah. about. It is amazing that the book has survived as long as it has. It is. But to say that it's like it's been consistent since the first compiling of the original canon is silly. Because when you look at the Ethiopian Bible, it's a different collection of books. And then you look at the Catholic Church with the Apocrypha, the additional books. But that's what I'm saying. They're not, compl- they're not claiming that to be. You know what I mean? That's their version of it. Yeah. So that's like saying, like I have, for instance, I have an example of a Bible that's um, translating a pigeon, Hawaiian slang yeah. talk. Yeah. No one's going to take that pigeon book because if you read it, it was like, sense. well, it doesn't make sense to us Talk because of the way English. we, yeah, it's it's like, hey, ma, he the big boss. He going to go die for you and all your teens. And then you're gonna go one day to the big nice place. Yeah, where he's gonna hold home. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna take that and then translate that to England. Have something totally different. Correct. 
that Bible, the way it has to be translated. So yeah. the fact that you're saying Ethiopians have a certain version, that's great. That's their version. Yeah. That's something different. Yeah. That's not what we're going to call the Bible. Because what we call the Bible, when you see it translated in all these different languages, yeah. everywhere across the globe, it stays consistent. Okay. That's not my argument. What I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, 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 good. That was, good. That was pretty epic the way you just went, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Not what we're even talking about. No, because what, what I'm discussing and what I'm talking about is there's other books that should be part of the canon that are not. And they were chosen by other people. And people need to get their hands on these other lost books of the Bible so they can make the judgment call for themselves whether or not they're the quote-unquote word of God. Like one of the most one of the books that's uh, mentioned multiple times in the Bible that most people don't even have is a book called the Book of Enoch. 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 Now is this like proven? Yeah. yeah. The Book of Enoch is in there. Okay. And so the Bible itself says the book it, so. self admits there's more books written and it could go on for. Yeah. I mean, it could be almost unlimited because yeah, people we don't are going to keep prophesizing. People are going to keep witnessing. People are going to keep having God come into their lives. There can be millions and millions of accounts keep adding on to the book. Uh, but it's saying it's... In between chapters, it's in it. I mean, I could just overwhelm you with uh, everything that happened. There's more miracles than they said that they could record. These are just the ones... We can only show you so much. You know what I mean? You're going to watch a movie that can be six hours long when they can get the same message in two and a half hours. Yeah. I get you it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I so get it. I understand what Brian's saying. He's absolutely true. There's more books that were written for the Bible. I mean those letters and some of the books that are mm -hmm. written there's more to it mm -hmm. but that doesn't take away from the whole sum of the oh, bible oh no but the message i mean if if the book of enoch is true and what it says it changes a lot of things if what does it say it talks about enoch dealing directly with angels and different classes of angels like gabriel no more like the angels that apostatized from god came down to earth mated with women and had children who were giants the film interesting the fuck? Well, go ahead and read your Bible. There's instances where angels were on earth and guys are trying to rape them. And, yeah, Sodom and, God, and Gomorrah. Exactly. Mm. But, I mean, the, the Bible is a fascinating book. I love it. It's fun to study, and I love all of these other extra books as well to study. Anybody can look them up, the lost books of the Bible. There's books that talk about some of them I don't think are true. One of them talks about the life of Jesus as a child when he killed somebody. I don't know. I don't yeah. think you could do that. But there's other things in there that are amazing. Where they yeah, I'd be careful about some of those yeah. false stories. But other things like the Book of Enoch and what it talks about, and the different levels of heaven, and how Enoch went into each one and detail with these. Okay, oh, oh, hold on. If you read these, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. If you find these, and there's a story about Jesus killing somebody, and that is an actual from the Bible, just the lost pages. <laughs> you know that if it's inconsistent, how can it be false? The deluxe version. It's inconsistent with a character that we know throughout all the other books, and because that de-benefits us or benefits us to know him in a certain character. It could be somebody at the time who, um, it's like propaganda at the time. But doesn't that fit? Because if you murder somebody right now and then you accept the Lord and Savior as Jesus Christ, then you're saved. Okay, now so we're all your freaking transgressions are washed <laughs> no, away, right? Christ knew from what if, Je what if Jesus what killed somebody as a kid and he literally, even though he was the son of God, maybe he still had to, in human form, do that and accept the Lord and Savior and whatever to be saved to make it so that we could do it. He died for our sins, right? Yeah. If he had to ask God for his mercy or whatever, you know, to accept him <laughs> in human form, maybe that's why he killed somebody and had to do that. That would then... They say, hey, Jesus, uh, <laughs> we know you're going to save the world and all from sins, but 
You gotta go shank this dude over yeah, here. You shank this I'm dude. Say, then, okay. then you turn so, around and now, then you ask me for forgiveness. <laughs> I give you forgiveness. I give you forgiveness in humanly yeah. form, and now you gotta go die for it, bro. Here's, but you're gonna this die is for how it works. Sense. At that point, I say for sure watch the movie, read the book. Okay, you then you then you need to assumptions. go back and understand what atonement is, and how he was supposed to atone for our sins, and what the Jewish idea of a perfect sacrifice would have to be. It was a it he couldn't do that because then he would be spotted and he would be with sin. Therefore, he wouldn't be a worthy sacrifice. So it wouldn't work that way. He had to be sinless. He had to be absolutely sinless, perfect. To pay the cost for to all sacrifice, of our but supposedly somebody wrote that in the lost pages of the Bible. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, false propaganda. There's a lot of interesting things in there. There's about the Virgin Mary and her youth. There's phoenix birds and all sorts of fun stuff. Isn't there dragons or something like no, that? No, no dragons. No dragons. Yeah, don't be, don't be adding that shit, bro. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> don't be adding hey, your bucket two cents to this shit. Dragon. This is my deal, man. Is precise and. Everything you know, you can supposedly you can open up the Bible and find one thing that does not fit in the timeline. If you want, I can argue against the even the existence of Jesus Christ as a real figure. I can oh. argue the other side of the coin as well, because I went in there and I wanted to research that guy's point and understand it. But do mm. you personally believe that he was a human being? Yes. There I just go. really wish they wouldn't be so goddamn <laughs> vague on in the Book of Revelation. Why they gotta be so vague? Okay. Who was the book? Okay, this is the other thing people need to remember when they oh, study the Bible. Wow, this thing turned into a Bible study real <laughs> and quick. You know what, folks? We'll be right back with our next Bible study <laughs> after this short intermission. You people need to understand. And what, if you want to donate to this cause, <laughs> <laughs> just right now, send That dude said, "Are you naked on a beanbag eating Cheetos? You want to send me money right now?" Yes, I do. <laughs> oh boy! Let me get one time. I see you out there. I know you're struggling. I know you need some help. <laughs> Just send five ninety nine, so I can change your life. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, hey, preach, brothers, preach. Brian, there's a key word continue. that people need to remember when they read the Bible. A, it's not just one book; it's multiple books, okay. individual letters written to people dealing with certain problems. Every single book in there, like Philippians and, and Thessalonians, it's written to those people by Paul to deal with problems that they were experiencing. So you need or to Paul under, encouraging or Paul encouraging over a mass what over what uh, 1500 years yeah and they're all coming from different regions and they're writing in their own language so you need to understand context who was the book written for like Matthew Mark Luke and John you got uh, Luke was written to people who were uh, the who Pharisees who didn't have a clear understanding of who Christ was, so it's super detailed and he was a physician so that's why he writes in that detail because yeah. of his education. And then you've got, but then Revelations was meant for people who were already deeply embedded in the faith and had an understanding of parables. Because when the apostles asked Christ, why do you teach in parables? Christ said, it's to hide the truth from those who are not ready. And that's a direct quote. And so Damn. that's the purpose of parables. It's so that you're spiritually I don't know if it's, it's not hiding the truth. It's more of like those that, that are unbelieving are not going to see exactly. right in front of them. Yeah. It's not like he's purposely trying to hide it from them because no. the parable is very simple for them to understand. But if they're going to be non-believing and they don't want to see that and they don't want to recognize what's going on yeah. right before their eyes, that's when it's going to be hidden. It from goes them. back to the parable. It's hiding uh, in plain sight. The don't cast your pearls before swines. Is Got it. Decline. All over that so. neck. So if you really want to know the rest of the Bible, you need to read the book of Piff. For one <laughs> oh, payment man. of forty nine ninety nine, I send it to you directly. <laughs> 
Call 1 800 so, Piff yeah, right now. Yeah. Check his SoundCloud. It's definitely SoundCloud.com bro- Piff hey, Lurks. You'll find you, it there. For all you new age kids, it's broke down. It's like. Yeah. And and what what is it? What is it? In the beginning, there was Piff. In the end, in the end, and the was, music was right. with Piff. In and the, the music was of Piff. There you go. And in Piff the end, brought the music. And Piff <laughs> looked down and he said, "Piff, you're perfect." Piff said, "Let there be DJs." <laughs> Piff said, "Let there be turntables." Malmboard music. And Piff Melbourne. said, "Let there yeah. be fucking electronic music." Yeah. And in the end, Piff was gone, but the music was still there. <laughs> and then. To then Piff day, ret- retired. To this day, after Piff died, they say there's one thing left about him. It's SoundCloud.com. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Check it out. Piff lurks. So, religion's fun to study. Every religion teaches something different. It all depends on your viewpoint. Uh, to kind of cut off that, speaking about SoundCloud, Mick's coming out this weekend. What? what? He's coming yeah, out of retirement? Damn. So, hey, actually, this is kind of a shot so, on the weekly shots. You got to think about know. this. Today's July 1st. Uh-huh. This is Fourth of July weekend coming up. This is breaking news right <laughs> no, now. No, you're breaking news. Breaking because news. Let me give you breaking news. I have even fucking started this shit. And <laughs> I, I know your ass is working it. Saturday, so you might <laughs> okay. want to get to work. Hey, you just put the spotlight on yourself. When is that mix gonna drop? Saturday morning, July second. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that that's tomorrow, hearing? July second. Oh Saturday? my god. You better get on it. Is this gonna be like a July Fourth mix? Hey, check I this want out. This to Anybody come out. who listens to this, check out Piff Lurks on SoundCloud. If it's not your style of music and you know somebody that's into that, recommend it. Let yeah. them know what's out Help there. Help our boy out. This guy will definitely get you through Fourth of July weekend on a hot note, high energy, thumping and pumping. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I don't know where that was going. Honestly, <laughs> his music has way more energy than that. Trust me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it does. And pumping. <laughs> Let me tell you what, this fucking music lit, lit. It's That's good. a capital L, capital I, capital T. There you go. All right, so yeah, there we go. A little plug there. I like that. Yeah. Nice plug. Yeah. Y'all want to shut the fuck I'll up? I'll tell you what I did this weekend. I'm still Holy on shit, my... we're just not oh, getting damn. through what happened this weekend. How did we go there? But I know. Yeah, you know how we got there. I saw your little eyes getting all beady like, watch this, babe. I'm going to ask him more biblical questions. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you were eyeballing me. You were eyeballing me. He sat back. Oh, he I was sat trying to back. go deep, but obviously not deep enough. Yeah, he sat back with a lot of satisfaction. He was like, look what I started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of reminded me of that scene of, uh, you guys remember that movie Stand By Me? When that dude starts to barf a Rama, oh, and he just geez. sits back and he goes, mm, "Like what I did." They're all barfing on each other. Yeah, it's good. That. That's a good. Movie. So like, I'm still. You guys are almost like putting a little sheet in front of two kittens, and it just like smack the sheet, and then it works for the other kitten, and then they smack it, and then Why they just start smacking the paper, and you rip bowls. it up, and then bang. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't be, be a little pussy, man? Can it be a lion's? Yeah. Dude, it was a great visual for me, but let's go on. Well, so what, that, what happened this weekend? Let's you know that John's thinking about kittens right now. That's his yeah. visual. Okay, so happen. I'm still freaking over my head with uh, documentaries. Wow. Last week I gave you those six. What? They're guaranteed to make you smarter. Huh? Yeah. This weekend I followed up <laughs> with another two. Two documentaries you absolutely have to watch. And if you don't watch them for yourselves, I don't know. You should just get in your car and rent. Just go 100 miles into a wall because you just don't deserve to live anymore. Two documentaries you have to watch. One is called Poverty Inc. Poverty Inc. The other one is called Hot Coffee. Let me break them down for you right now. I called you 
Mr. Shots over the weekend. You did. I told you about Poverty Inc. I got, dude, I got so riled up about it. Poverty? Yes. Okay, that I, had I to watch said poverty. Poverty or pra with the R. He said poverty. Is he it said, property or no, poverty? Poverty. Poverty. P-R-O-V-Proverty. Okay, go ahead. There's like a couple right? words there, bro, that's kind of close. Wait, 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 just I, is it, wait, wait, is this my Hispanic accent? It's not no, property. No, no, no. It's not pro it's not poverty. It's poverty. Pro- like profit and poverty put together in one or word. Poverty. Like However you're like freaking poor and oh, you okay. have no clothes. Or That's no called poverty. There's um, no R. You have a nice R going in there, like you're illiterate. It, or something. It's, yeah. yeah, dude. That's why it you must said be us in Hispanic around. Well, if it's I can say poverty. it right, then and I'm more Hispanic than you. So yeah. Hey, everybody listening, not poverty anymore. We're not <laughs> we selling medicine. That. It's called poverty. What we're in. Ink. Go ahead. Ink. Basically, what that shows is, and I explained to you guys how um, was a few weeks ago. What was the last three day weekend we had? Was that Memorial or Labor Day? I have no idea. Whatever the last three, I told you, I explained how my daughter went over to uh, Mexico, Ensenada, to do that missionary trip. Mm. So they went to go help and donate to this local church and paint some walls and help paint the church. Help me, uh, I think the adults helped build a building or something like that. Okay, what this build, what this movie is about is how some of that help doesn't actually help. So when you guys think about like Africa, South America, Hades, we send all this relief. We got um, the UN, we got what Red Cross, we got all these organizations, hands across the world. Mm. You know, you guys remember the, the shoes Tom's? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys remember the story behind Tom's is for every pair that's sold, they're going to send a pair over to some kid in Africa or something. Who, a kid, maybe not Africa, somebody that doesn't have shoes, that can't afford them. They're going to send them a brand new pair. T-O-M-S, yes. apostrophe S, whatever. <laughs> no, Tom, that's Tom is. No, apostrophe, yeah, just Tom. Tom's. Weird. Never heard of them. Well, you from out of bounds, bro. They don't sell them in Walmart. Son. They don't sell them in Walmart. That's probably why <clears> you the UFC got it. You'd have to go to an actual mall <laughs> to find them. Oh damn! <laughs> That's all good. I'll take Shots it. Shots fired. That's it, dude. You know so, everybody gets cleaned up, perfume. <laughs> everyone, girls with lipstick, hair did. You know. So here's the do, thing. Man. And then they go to Walmart. It's all good. The beauty of this documentary, it's actually getting the people that live there that are living in these slums. It's their perspective. So check mm. this out. So you're Tom's. You think you're doing something great. Hey, for every shoe that I sell, I'm going to send a brand new pair over there. So you think you have a good feeling. I know when I buy the shoe that I like, I know that mm-hmm. my money's going towards something good. You think it is. Here's the problem. The person that he's sending those shoes to in that town, that province, wherever they're from. What about if there's somebody there that actually wants to make shoes for themselves, for their own community and sell them within their community? Oh, that sucks. They don't get that opportunity. Because everybody's getting some fucking time for free. It just, dude, this this documentary just changed my whole perspective on how to help somebody. You know, you talked just about Just make it. sure those documentaries, all these documentaries that you watch is one perspective. And their sole purpose in life is to sell you that one perspective. Yeah, yeah it's good. that one point of view. And that's right. You should question that because you got to think, what's their advantage? So what's their advantage to telling people, stop sending us free stuff? Stop sending your rice? Stop sending your shoes. Stop sending us clothes. Mm-hmm. What's their advantage in that? That's true. Because what they're trying but, to say in those examples of this, the, for instance, this girl in Africa, I forgot what part it was. Maybe let's just say Kenya. She says, when I was a girl, I remember we, my mom could walk us down to the flea market, 
I could buy a new shirt and that tag would say made in Kenya, where they're from. They have their own cotton fields. They can make, they can produce their own clothing. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Now they're wearing like last year's losers Super Bowl shirts. Mm -hmm. They're wearing last season's Old Navy, Hollister, American Eagle, Amber Mm Comrie and Finch. They're wearing all that clothes. It's so funny. You watch this, you watch this documentary and they're just like butt dirty. Mm. No shoes, and they have like Hollister written across their <laughs> chest. Like those shirts yeah. sell for like forty five, fifty dollars a piece sometimes. Oh, that sucks! And they're and just rocking this new clothes. Down. It's keeping them down. Oh, well, yeah, sucks. because when you're handed stuff constantly, there's no need, there's no drive to try to get pull yourself out. I of it think the direction himself. that he's going in the documentary is the people are trying to do something the, they just can't. No, robs them of the will or the want to do yeah. it. The the guy himself, the people in the documentary from these. Play where we're sending all this relief. This is their point. He, he says it's clear. They mentioned like three times in the documentary. Name me one country, a third world country, mm-hmm. that you gave them so much that all of a sudden they rose to become a first or second world country. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. happen. This is how it happens. They have to produce something within themselves, and it has to be sold, and it has to be built to be bought, and it has to be sold and bought in the world market. If they're not producing something from their land that we can buy in our Targets and Walmarts and our malls, they're not going to grow as a country. You can send them all the rice and clothes and charity water and everything else that you want and go dig wells, but they're not going to get out of that situation unless they're able to Mm -hmm. have something that we can buy that Mm -hmm. can cause them to grow their company and hire people amongst their province, city, town, and slum Mm -hmm. to raise themselves out of that situation. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just giving them so much, you're enabling them. Yeah, and what but, ends up happening is that translates directly into the United States and what our government is doing with its people. Yeah, and do you think the United States wants to make them enablers? No, of course not. No, they do. Because guess what? Our tax dollars will be shuffled in to the UN and all these global projects because we say, you know, as a globe, nobody should have to go hungry. If we all have our resources and the United States is doing great, Europe's doing great, China's doing great, we should be able to combine all our resources oh, and make, make sure enablers, yeah. this country yeah. does not suffer. So guess what happens? It turns out we just create business. All we're doing is, okay, we'll just take a portion of our, our tax dollars. Everybody pitch in their tax dollars. Now we're going to shuffle it in here. How are we going to do that? Now the U.S. and special, what do they call it, GNOs, non-government organizations, that are actually government organizations. They just, you know, like a nonprofit organization that wants to rip off and uh, file mm-hmm. under nonprofit. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. they're making, they're keeping the profits of all the charity that's going yeah, NGOs, in. We're yeah. talking about crooked people. So these NGOs are formed from companies, from subsidiaries that we have. Mm. And they say, okay, we're gonna make a subsidiary group and we're gonna go build their wells and we're oh, gonna wow. go build their houses. Go do it all for them. So then what happens with our tax dollars? They say, <clears throat> okay, we wanna build wells and schools over there. So we'll just hire this construction company, we'll hire these people to go over there and dig those wells and build them up. Well, that just becomes a business. So mm. our government makes money. Now we're making the cement, now we're making yeah. the piping, well, now another we're providing to everything. Too. Instead of hiring their local yeah. business, to yeah. thrive and get those contracts. Mm-hmm. We take the contracts to build those quote unquote charity projects. Well, and then the isn't other it, thing. But isn't it usually after a natural disaster? No, not always. Yes. So, well, okay. Watch so, this documentary. But if, Hot, uh, it's called 
Poverty. No, I'm saying it wrong. Poverty. Poverty. Poverty Inc. Inc. Mm-hmm. It's called Poverty Inc. Watch it. Thank you, Piff. <laughs> well, there's the other psychological aspect. Like, if you just go over there and you do everything for the people, instead of like working with them and hiring people in the community to come help you build these schools and churches and wells and things that they need. Well, if you do that that way, then they're going to take much more pride in their community and it's going to help them feel better about themselves as opposed to you coming in there and handing everything to them, perpetuating not just poverty in the, like a, an economic state, but also in a mental state as well. Ding, 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 ding. You are 100,000% correct. That's exactly what they touch on yes, in the documentary. It's amazing. <laughs> so it's not what I heard. When I, when I think about it, my own situation, when my daughter went over to Mexico to go help that local church and give, I started thinking, that's great. I, I want them to have some kind of labor. I want her to experience that. That's great. I hope that they had them paint a couple of rooms. But what I also hope is that church hired painters from that little town mm-hmm. to go and finish the yeah. rest because that's what's actually going to help that community. Because if they hire those painters, that gives them their worth. Mm-hmm. They have a job. They can paint. And they can look back and be, okay, we're able to do that project. Hopefully, we can build another one after that. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get another referral or something else after that. It just it changed my mind. So anybody who's listening to this podcast or you got friends that this subject comes up at a party, whatever, when you want to help somebody and you really want to help a charity and you really want to give. Help and, them help And themselves. you see Project Red and you see all these things, you're going to have to do some work. If you really want to help people in South America, Africa, you need to find a way to buy that local merchant's products and have it shipped to you because that's the only way they're going to yeah. be able to come up out of the situation they're in. Dude, Damn. That, the oh other way gosh. that people can it's help a, too is um, it's the idea about micro loans where people can actually uh, fund a loan for somebody else in like a third world country for like say 25, 30 bucks. And then what that does, it enables that person to, in most cases, start little businesses and get things rolling for themselves. In these 30 third, bucks. Yeah. A $30 in another country in these third world countries can go a freaking long ways. So pretty much the moral of the story was support your local country. Don't buy Toms. They're fucking gay. <laughs> uh, you might not be uh, too homosexual, but <laughs> <laughs> don't think that you're helping out some poor kid by buying Toms. That's for sure. <laughs> Wow. And I would say this, even for us here where we live now, trust me, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Walmart, all these, they're not going to go out of business. Starbucks, no. not going to. Try buying, buying locally. Buy from your local surf shop, your skate shop, your coffee house. Try promoting mm-hmm. local business because yeah. that's, how, that's how we thrive as an economy, as a nation. Yeah. We can't just have five companies six you know limited number supplying everything across the nation yeah that's definitely you're you're being driven if you do that that's true but sometimes you want to buy from the well-known brand you don't want some cheap shit that's fine that but the see that's that's a misconception just try something go to your little swami you see somebody with a little pop-up tent trying to slang a t-shirt little logo or something on it pick it up Trying to sling Support. a fucking microphone stand with sponges. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Hey, it's getting us through. Yeah. I'm not turning heat truck, uh, freaking tree hugger here. You know what I mean? I'm not going to stop truck. shaving or something <laughs> like that. I'm definitely going to keep combing my hair and showering with soap. Yeah. Dude, I ain't saying I'm grab the saying. small clip. I'm saying get that big clip, bro. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The other one is hot coffee. Definitely go watch hot coffee. Mm. I don't know if you remember, guys, remember this story? Uh you tell me, John Schatz, I'm asking you right now. Do you remember the story of the girl that got burned by 
a cup of hot coffee and sued McDonald's. Yes. What do you know about that story? She got burned by a cup of hot coffee and sued McDonald's because it didn't say warning hot on the lid. And you remember any other details from that story? Oh, I do. It it was a young lady and it was a frivolous lawsuit and she was just bitchy and moany and whiny. Okay. Here's the actual, oh man, I was going to pull up the pictures for you guys, but just go ahead and watch this documentary, Hot Coffee. Here's the real story. The lady was 74 years old. What? She was working up until that age full time. She had just retired six months before the incident happened. Mm, She's riding passenger seat with her grandson dropping off um, another family member mm. from the airport mm-hmm. and she wanted to have her cup of coffee in from a broken, McDonald's. Almost broken down Buick. She didn't. She couldn't even pay rent that No, long. it was a Ford Probe. <laughs> it was a Ford Probe, two-seater. Oh. Those are actually pretty cool cars. The, year, the Ford Probe of that year did not have cup holders. So she was riding passenger. She got the hot coffee. Her uh, nephew or her grandson, I think it was her nephew, hands her the hot coffee. They pull over to the parking spot he wants to get his little sandwich ready and out of the wrapper so he can start driving and continue on back home. She puts the coffee between her legs, opens the top to pour her little cream and sugar, and I, I like to have a little cream and sugar with my coffee. Well, the thing's like 145 degrees, spills on her lap, and just third-degree burns, fourth-degree burns, where she has to have several surgeries to have skin grafts. It burned her so How old did you say what? she was? 74. That explains it. That explains what? That she had those nasty burns. <laughs> that skin's already fucked up. <laughs> what? Oh, good. <laughs> so, what happens is she goes to the doctors, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm still trying to go ahead. Once the bills start hitting like $10,000, $13,000, yeah, old skin's hard to replace. <laughs> Most skin is hard to replace. Oh my god, that was crazy. It's kind of hard to find broken in skin. I almost almost was just like, why? (laughs) Put some patches on that shit. Like uh, seventy-seven years old. This part of my leg looks like a (laughs) twenty-year-old. Oh no! We need some twenty-year-old cadavers here. (laughs) Go ahead and repair repair that middle part. Go ahead and get fresh virgins. What? (laughs) Oh no! So. The bill gets up to like over $10,000. They just write a letter. They write a letter to McDonald's. Hey, hey, guess what? Grandma's over here, spilled coffee in her lap. She got burned. You guys have the coffee too hot. You might, I don't know if this is just that one location or this is common practice for you guys, but this is how the bill, the injury is severe. We need a little help. Would you guys mind contributing and taking care of her, her medical bill? They're thinking that McDonald's, no problem. The bill was at $15,000 or so. McDonald's offered $600. Oh, wow. So that's when they got a lawyer involved. And they went through the whole court system. I don't want to give away the whole documentary. You have to watch it. Hot coffee. She ends up getting the settlement. The jury gives them a settlement for $2.7 million. Wow. Good job. That's but actually, the, I agree with that. Because they wanted to send a message to big corporations. Yeah. But all of a sudden, George Bush is the governor. Oh, my God. This thing gets so deep. It gets into frivolous lawsuits and how that was just propaganda um, that was uh, promoted by the government so they could pass what's called a turf law. And just recently at our employer, Mm. my employer in particular, I had to sign um, an arbitration agreement, Mm. meaning if I get hurt or something happens to me at work, I agree to meet through an arbitrator instead of being able to sue the company directly. What happens is 
that's becoming common practice mm-hmm. and the arbitrator is appointed by the person that you're trying to sue. So in other words, they get to point out the judge and guess what? Nine times out of 10, that judge favors the big company mm-hmm. that appointed them oh, wow. instead of the little person. Oh, wow. Yeah. I this thing goes so that. deep. Do you get what he's talking about, man? Uh, do you remember gas gas land that we brought up? Yeah. Well, who was our old friend in that? Who's joining those wells? Holland Burton. Holland Burton. Holland Burton. Guess what? Holland Burton makes a special guest appearance in hot coffee as well. Oh, wow. Dick Cheney used to be the CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, they latched on to Governor Bush when he was the governor of Texas. They follow him all the way to the White House. Dick Cheney's in there. There's a big lawsuit where a girl goes overseas for Operation Iraqi Freedom mm-hmm. to go overseas and drill and mine for oil and support the country in good old US of A. Mm-hmm. She gets gang raped and beaten and she cannot sue Helen Burton because we have the arbitration law Damn. that we voted in because we created this mindset amongst the nation that we have frivolous lawsuits that are ridiculous and we should vote on prop so-and-so to get rid of the frivolous lawsuits. When you see this lady's burns and you realize that that was common practice for McDonald's, it was not a frivolous lawsuit. It was a legitimate one. But guess what? McDonald's hired these P, uh, PR companies to run all these propaganda and just mm-hmm. get into news media. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. it became a joke like you described. That's how you remember it. That's how good a job those advertisers did on you that you thought it was a young girl that the coffee didn't say. It said mm-hmm. caution hot on it. Mm-hmm. The cup said it. But they had it too hot to begin with and the lids they have were faulty. They weren't secure. Oh, it's different now. Oh, trust me. Go order hot coffee now. That thing's that thing's still tight and you get a little cover around the thing because yeah. it's hot. Mm-hmm. That's because the thing, of it's that like, lawsuit. We've given so much power to the corporations. You're welcome. We've given so much power to the corporations in our country that they run things. Like, it's the corporations that end up deciding who's going to be getting into the office because they are going to fund that person's campaign so they can get into the office. And then they'll buy, you know, lobbyists to make sure laws pass. I mean, it's like all the stuff that I think we talked on the previous podcast. You're absolutely correct. And go watch Hot Coffee because it covers that. Yeah. It absolutely talks about, do you know who John Grusom is? Heard He's a novelist. Yeah. He writes movies, a lot of novels that turn into books. Um, the Firm. Um, gosh, there's a lot of movies with attorneys, a lot of movies that start <clears throat> Tom Cruise in them. I read one that was called The Painted House. Pelican the, Brief. The Pelican Brief. The Rainmaker. <laughs> no, you're right. The Pelican Brief, The Rainmaker, mm. uh, The Firm. All those are John Grusom books. He wrote another one called, I forgot. But it was about <coughs> buying a judge early on before he made it to the local Supreme Court. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, Alabama Supreme Court makes a huge appearance in that documentary. Great. Good or bad? You got to watch it. All See, right. Yeah, with corporations, like, I kind of like, that got me interested in some other stuff when we were talking about this stuff the other day. And I ended up looking into uh, corporations and all of media, 97% of all media that we consume is controlled by six different corporations and that's it. They, oh, my God. We're about to get balls deep, aren't we? That they, they will tell you what they want you to know. That's why like media in the United States is completely and totally controlled. I was looking up some stuff where I'm going to, I want to post this to our Facebook page where there's time magazine for there's one type of time magazine. That's for the United States. Mm -hmm. It says something like, Oh, you know, the, some almost unimportant uh, topic, but then for the rest of the world, it's talking about revolutions going on in different parts of the world. 
um, in the United States to talk something about some minor political issue going on in Time magazine, whereas the rest of the entire planet is getting something about how the United States will never save Afghanistan, giving the rest of the world a a perception of the United States that we suck and we don't care. So Yeah, that's absolutely true. They cover that in that documentary. I mean, it's amazing the way they get away with it. It seems so simple. I've been... When you talked about those six companies, if you see any ad with that fine print at the bottom, especially mm-hmm. now that we're going to be going into this election season, mm-hmm. and it said sponsored by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, yeah. that is not a government thing. That no. is those six companies plus a few others yeah. that made that up, and it sounds super legit. And it's all to manipulate people down a certain path. It's marketing. Like the whole thing of marketing in general is to manipulate people in their minds in order to make these corporations more money by buying their products and subscribing to their ideas that's why the whole idea of i mean they'll start with kids as 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 long young as they can they're going to try to indoctrinate kids as young as they can to get them into the mindset that you need to purchase these items you want these things you want to be like these people and they want to create kids almost and treat people like products to make oh, them absolutely God, dude you know that's the way it goes so yeah like i was talking about corporations they kind of basically just control everything and there's even one crazy conspiracy theory that i've always wanted to go down and look into okay so countries are nothing more than corporations the name of a country united states of america it's the name of a corporation more than more or less and then what is what does that corporation have as assets us we're the assets of a corporation in a sense and then there's one crazy theory that goes out there that says that there's a marketplace where these countries sell their product amongst themselves like they're like our birth certificates are sold to who to each other to these other corporations and i haven't looked into it much i've heard it and i wanted to look more into it that makes it. sense as far as like i never want to give anybody my email <laughs> or you know what I mean? You, you have everybody should have that fake one or two emails. Yeah. That when you sign up for something, like, well, I don't want them to have all my information. And when I f- fill out something silly, I'll change like the date of my birthday. You know what I mean? I'll change everything by one digit. Yeah. Either my obviously not my telephone number. <laughs> if they digit. need to contact me. <laughs> you just yeah. Try nine more times and you got it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everybody's just like, oh, you want to know my birthday? No. Just handing their information away. I mean, you're from 15 years in the military. I'm pretty sure they tell you to protect that. Yeah. 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 Well, when they started issuing numbers that weren't your social security number on an (laughs) ID card. Holy shit. But, and then the other aspect that plays into a lot of that conspiracy theory is the idea of maritime law and how that is a part of everything that governments across the world actually use as their law. So, well, I mean, because the oceans split the different countries, that's why it's maritime law. You know what I'm saying? If you, you can't. It would be one world government if it was all the way around. Well, that's the oceans, what they're. That's so. what they want. They well, want I'm a one sure world it's government. Happen. Who's I they? I firmly believe, dude. Come on, bro. Who's they? Have you ever watched that? Hey, that, DJ Khaled. Who's you, they? You should probably check out the other documentary, and, and this is a little Alex Jones because he's the one that made it. But it's called um, Capitalism: A Love Story. Oh yeah. That one is, you'll change it the way you live. Probably not. But I'll still. devour it over this weekend. I'm such on a documentary. Capitalism, kick. a love story by Alex Jones. Who needs you books might not got find that one on Netflix. Seriously. But. And if it's a book, get it I'm in kidding. an audio book. I'm kidding. For sure, read a book. 
Yeah, dude, I've watched a couple of documentaries. There's Police State and that one, Capitalism, a love mm. story. Oh, my God, that's an amazing documentary talking about essentially how the trickle-down economics and capitalism, capitalism, that dude, it shows that you know how they can edit mm. these documentaries and make mm. it just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Why am I here? Right. <laughs> Oh, Jeez, I'm there. Dude, I'm and serious. And we're right on the eve of uh, 4th of July weekend. Wait till you watch this, man. It shows like kids freaking pledging allegiance and stuff like that. I pledge allegiance to the flag. But it's just corporate America, bro. Oh, yeah, it's a product. You, you know what I'm saying? Marketing. You're just like, uh, you know, pride or whatever. But the capitalism is just, all yeah. the money is just vacuumed up. And what the they do top. is they, they sell you on a story. They And that's what they do to control the masses. And the number one ploy of all corporations is to split the people. Mm-hmm. Keep them fighting amongst themselves and keep them buying our products. Now, this is where that goes. Mm-hmm. With the United States, we're told that Islam hates America and they hate us because we're free and they hate our freedoms and they hate everything about us. And then what they're told over there is that we're nothing more than the empire, like straight out of Star Wars, and all we want to do is go over there and conquer their land. So, what that ends up doing, it creates two groups of people that hate each other. Do we? And that's what we're doing. Yeah. Our, but as far as the normal person, John, are you trying to? No. But the corporations are. Well, of course they are. they got to stay on top. That, mar- that stock market's got to keep climbing. So they keep that division between the people there. Then they also keep it Democrats and Republicans. Rich, poor. Dude, if you watch Capitalism Black, Love Story, bro, they go all the way back to... Wish I would have wrote a little information down, but so do I. Uh, one of the pre- <laughs> damn one of the presidents that actually was calling them out. God, it seems like Hamilton, but that's too far back. But he was literally calling big corporations out, saying that you have got too much power in the government yeah. now, and you are starting to run this. I'm going to come in. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. Next president, sir. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. definitely. I think he was either killed or. Something I can't remember exactly what happened. Well, anybody, any time anybody has ever come out against the corporations in a public way that had a way to affect them, mm-hmm. they were dead. Oh, of course. It's like right now, if you go and protest the cattle, the cattle industry, and it affects their profits, it's uh, called domestic terrorism, and you're put in jail. Some cities, I think in Florida, you can't even grow a garden. Yeah, it's actually illegal to collect rainwater. You will get fined Where? for growing a garden. Everywhere. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. It's actually, yeah, it's against the law to collect, collect rain, rainwater. Yeah, to it's, collect it's rainwater. Theft. You're stealing from uh, the water company. Yeah. <laughs> what is I the water company? <laughs> I don't mm. want to get arrested. Hello. Stop using the water in the house. <laughs> You see all I will those? Uh, move that pan away from the gutter, <laughs> from the end of the gutter run. <laughs> Please, abuelita. <laughs> Por favor. So, I mean, it's, it's Ill- there's kids who've been given tickets because they'll have a lemonade stand what? On, on, the, on the corner. I just saw one yesterday. Well, it gets ridiculous like that they because... They didn't get busted. They, they hitch themselves, corporations, um, whoever's going to benefit those, you know, those, um, well, we're calling them corporations... They find that little niche and they go, oh, people are, are up in arms about this little tiny situation. Let's find a way to make this work towards our advantage. Mm-hmm. And then be like, yeah, they don't want this. So, oh, let's just write this little amendment to our laws, to our local, you know, first it starts in your city, then it's just your your sector, then it's your mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it applies to small lemonade stands. Because they're actually trying to hitch it to something bigger than that. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden when the law is interpreted, if, yeah. Good or, luck trying to arrest my daughter's trying to sell you lemonade on the corner. Or the other uh, opposite is they'll 
there'll be news stories that are blown up out of proportions to distract you from something else that may be going on. That's true. Like the manipulation the, of the media, the yeah. whole case going on right now with Orlando <clears throat> and the shootings at the nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read several articles where they said that nobody started, nobody was killed or died until the SWAT team arrived. Wait, okay. what? Actually, I did see that headline. Just didn't read the article. Exactly. But, all the focus is on other things, so you don't look at this one section. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're focusing on disarming us. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was Hitler's bad. Hitler's phrase. Adolf Hitler said, the first step in conquering a people is dis- dis- disarm its, its citizens. If you want to take over a country, first thing to do is disarm the citizens because then we are not able to protect ourselves against the government. The whole idea behind the right to bear arms is to protect yourself. <laughs> this young man over here starting to sweat. government tries to oppress you. So what you're trying to say is that eventually they're trying to take over the world? Yeah. Well, and, it would well, definitely make it easier. Think it about make that. It harder. Passing these little laws it every make year. It make it harder for them to take over. Think, it, think about it. It will make it harder. Make it easier. Half empty, half full, however you want to go. Think about it. Every year when they pass this little proposition, this and that, this little amendment, it just it builds towards something bigger. Built, you, we don't see it. Yeah. All we see is the ads that they run. Yeah. Hey, you don't like uh, you know people being poor? Oh, you should just vote this in. Hey, you're against mm-hmm. gun violence? Oh, well, let's just vote this little thing. You don't realize how it's going to affect you in the yeah, long not run. Not to mention, they once a bill's it. getting generated, they're hyping up the bill. So, Hang on, they're telling you everything about this bill, right? All the way up until the point to where they're going to vote on it, and then all of a sudden you got the corporate America, they got little freaking little staplers like, wait, stapling all these different rules onto it. That's after they've already told us what it is. Mm -hmm. Now they're tacking a bunch of shit onto it. Oh, definitely. After we've already voted, tacking it on there, sell it, sign it, done. I mean, it's like the original Tea Party incident. You know, that was where they were throwing in, uh, throwing over crates of tea and setting fires and causing riots over a small increase in taxes. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, taxes get passed constantly. You know, we don't even really get to vote on that. We don't even know what's going on. Well, we do, but we don't realize because of the way they run the ads, we think that we're. Oh yeah, I'm against that, but they don't realize like you're saying those little fine print things that they add in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're actually voting for this, but this little clause is also included in it, yeah. and that's the part that messes you up. So when we when all that propaganda was running about frivolous lawsuits, we mm-hmm. think that there's a ton of frivolous lawsuits. Now, don't get me wrong, there are people out there trying to rip off the system. There's people out there lurking. There's people out there leeching. There's people out there trying to you know. Make some, you know what I mean? They're lazy. They're just looking for the easy way out. Yeah. But so when we pass laws as a whole, mm-hmm. that hurts the people actually have a legitimate lawsuit. So now we have caps. Mm. So now corporations, you know, a jury can say, you know, we need to award them five million dollars because we know how expensive, especially you, John, know how expensive medical can get, right? Big ass freaking culture shock when it comes to the whole medical thing. So that's the thing. So these corporations pass these little turf laws and they put caps on things. So now when you get a settlement from a jury, you go to sue a company and they say, okay, we want to award them, you know, $5 million because they're going to have seven or $6 million in medical costs. But guess what? What they didn't realize is a year ago, uh, corporations run these little propaganda ads and they hitch themselves onto these little fine print and now there's a cap in that state. And now the max reward is two hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, but they yet they're gonna no have, matter what they do yet, to you, the max their child you ever get. or that individual is 
is uh, lost a limb. They're, you know what I mean? Like they're going to need help all their lives with um, whether it's a child with Down syndrome, you lost a limb. You know what I mean? The costs are going to go on for a lifetime. God, is this but the because new Egypt we, or what? In our mind, we think frivolous lawsuits drives up our cost of medical. But guess what? The corporate corporations are going to drive up the cost anyways. Yeah. Regardless of lawsuits. So we put all these things into law and we're thinking it's going to drive down the cost. And then all of a sudden, three or four years pass. Guess what? The cost doesn't go down. Every year it goes up. Do we ever go? Does anybody listening ever go to work one year and they go, "Hey, guess what? You guys were paying five hundred dollars for medical. This year we're only going to charge you four hundred. Yeah, it never happened. And it don't happen. It never doesn't happen. happen. But yet we vote to stop the corporations from we, being able to pay us for the debts that's or whatever they, in our they families. Everybody's, oh my god! The thinking, that's like, is, the thinking is so sophisticated nowadays. They know how to create that Disney moment. They know what trigger points people that triggers people's emotions. What gets them moving? Oh my and god! Just like this podcast Brian, is taking off. Brain, just like you brought up last mm-hmm. year, like or last episode, yeah. you said, "Oh, I'm not going to vote. It's not going to make a difference." It just told all this little information that I've been taking in just changed my perspective. I'm sh- I'm making my daughters watch these documentaries with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, you guys want to go on your iPad or anything and make music leads and Snapchat? Hold on, take a time out." I'm making them watch them mm, at their age of understanding whether they grasp the whole concept or not. I just want them to be exposed to it. And later on, as they mature, we'll discuss those situations and we'll figure out ways for them to if they really want to help a third world country and how you're going to really help them when they decide to vote, mm-hmm. how they're going to vote and yeah. to try to weed their way through all the propaganda and those false ads and everything else. Damn, I wasn't even thinking third world country. I was thinking our own fucking country. I have to go. You have to leave? Yeah, Maribel sent me a text. She's having a hard time with Liam. She needs help. Oh, man. Oh, Daddy's got to be a dad. There. Don't set it up there. Daddy's got to go home and be a dad. So there ain't nothing wrong with that. Go help That's out. cool. Well, glad you're still, glad you were here. Thank you for showing up. Yeah. You guys have fun. I was actually going to tie it into to something else that you were talking about, about the elections. Uh, if somebody ever wants to have an interesting subject to look up, is look up the bloodlines of the people who are in uh, leadership roles and how it ties into about three or four different families and that's it. And how everybody who's ever been elected to president of the United States has been from the exact same bloodlines. Always. Okay. Even Obama? Even Obama. On the next episode of the Weekly Shots, Brian will (laughs) chime into that. Stay I can, tuned. Yeah, Wait, I can does get that everybody know? Dude, you know, Ride I just had a hell of a Facebook fucking information, so go ahead and give them that. I'll set, I'll put up a link for the bloodlines thing. Yeah, it's scary that the person who gets elected is almost always, the, it's pretty much always. A descendant always. of those families. It's that same exact bloodline, almost always. That's why I'm saying Hillary's going to win this presidency. It's not an option. Oh, after I saw these documentaries, I know Hillary's going to win too. Yeah, yeah dude. This we're is the definitely key. about to have Hillary Clinton. Whoever has president. the most ads, the money behind them, mm-hmm. that person wins 95% of the time. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter that Hillary Clinton's being investigated by the CIA and the FBI and that she's the cause of death of who knows countless how many people. People yeah. don't. It just doesn't matter. She's going to get into the office. Whether you vote for her or not, it just doesn't matter. I mean, it's so hard because... I want to hope that Trump is kind of almost out of that circle a little bit. Just a little bit. Obviously, he's in it because he's been a businessman all these years. He's friends with the Clintons. But the thing is, like, after watching these documentaries, I'm like, I know Hillary's going to get voted in. 
Yeah. It's just when you watch, when you see the way things are ran, she's so engulfed. I when I think of Hillary Clinton, I just when I see the documentaries, I think this is her 100. percent She's just yeah. engulfed in that world. Yeah. She's just in that that and inner like, circle, and I kind of see Donald Trump being yeah. a little bit of an outsider because he hasn't Ooh, yeah. been so much in the political Doesn't realm. Matter. He's just been in the corporation, yeah. big business realm. Yeah, and they, I, I. Feel, ah. And if think 90, about it, her daughters aren't old enough necessarily yet to be a president candidate. So it's, it just fits right into the freaking groove if it's spiraling down. It doesn't right, matter if 95% of the Bush population. Up there. Man, come on, yeah. bro. Jeb I'm not going to vote for Hillary, but I it doesn't matter. she's going to win. 95% of the population could vote she's for Donald win. Trump, and guess who's still going to win? Hillary. Hillary Clinton. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It does Sorry not matter. Sorry to burst your bubble out there, whoever's listening. Yeah, same so thing. So you're saying that no matter what, the votes don't matter? No. Still vote. It's not going to matter. Vote. Vote not on these propositions. Vote propositions, on these little uh, on these little amendments. Vote these local congressmen because not everybody's crooked. There are people that go into law for the right reasons. They just get weeded out by the corrupt ones. Show so, me an honest politician, and I'll show you somebody who lied about himself being honest. Okay, I will because I am. You, you, that's the thing. Like, imagine you started running an office, so I just assume that you're dishonest. Because I would never, I would never could. be able to break into it. Maybe not at this point of your at where you're at right now in your age, but it's not impossible. I mean, I remember going to high school and I had teachers that were running for local public office. Okay. So it's not out of your round. But should I just assume that you're crooked? Well, because think about it. When you get into it, I mean, there's two, there's different types of people. But you, I know you. Yeah. And if you were to get into it, it's because you wanted to make a positive change. Correct. Now, suppose you got that local office. I'm not going to get there. And then far. you're, let's just say you did. Let's just play with, you know, okay. go along with it a little bit. Okay. And then you went further along. Are you just saying at some point you're just going to get corrupted? You're going to have to because you have to make deals. Crooked wins. Okay. You have to. But I think that you're still going to try to fight for You'll There's, lose. I'm saying not yeah. all of them are crooked. There's probably there's a couple good seeds. I haven't seen them. You know yet. how they say one bad apple ruins a bunch. No, there's That's like 500 saying. bad apples yeah, and one good one in there one. somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I gotta go. Yep, I gotta go help out my wife. Right. Take care, brother. Oh my God, what is that? Oh. Oh, God, that's coming at us. It's coming. Oh, my God, what is that? Oh, my God! Oh, shit. And now, it is lap time with Uncle Daddy. Little fun fact, kids. The FDA prohibits products from being packed in containers deceptively larger than what they contain. What? However, potato chips are exempt because the extra air in the bag prevents the chips from being crushed criminals and that was lap time with uncle daddy wow so that explains lays that explains why when you open the bag you're like why does this bag seem so like it's bigger but when i open it up there's only like half the chips in there talk about super deception because i open that shit there's literally like three and a half pieces of chips in there <laughs> three, Dude, it three is and a half ridiculous you get a big ass bag three and a half size and you get like maybe another three, three chips three and a half three and a half. there's always that <laughs> half in there if you're lucky you get 4.2 the bitches are imagine precisely if, measured all the way down to the if, crumbs in imagine if everything was like that imagine you went to go buy soda and then the whole thing's covered with advertising and then you go to pour it out and it's only halfway full of that two liter that's crazy how Chips are prohibited. You That's know? the only one. Chips. Because air prevents them from getting crushed. 
Bullshit. <laughs> no, that's a fun The fact. dude just sat there for a second just goes, Bullshit. Because he's like, do I really believe this? Nah, I had to yeah, think about well. it. I had to think about it. It's yeah. a fact. Do I want to yeah. say this? Bullshit. <laughs> Damn. Those chips do get fucked up when they're not in a freaking airy bag, though, don't they? Jesus. They do get fucked up. Okay. <laughs> I just contradicted myself. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> Took me all a freaking two seconds. Not even two seconds. I got him to convert right. his whole ordeal. That's good. Hey, but some chips aren't that deceiving no shit Lays. the thicker motherfuckers that Lays. don't need a bunch of air yeah Lay's <laughs> yeah. they got something yeah, going on you definitely on for have an issue against Lay's <laughs> I do I think you bought them a few times <laughs> first of all Lay's pretty big brand not the best just saying how about Lay's with Lemon? Uh that's I, a stereotype those are, those are, one are one you trying to tell ones. me something those are one of my favorite ones well how many different types of Lay's are there <laughs> barbecue original and Lemon, is there any more? Oh, there's probably sour cream. There's a lot no, of dude, them. No, the Lay's ones, though, they're cream. all like real thin and shit. They ain't got the freaking ribs in them and all that. So they do get fucked up Doritos. Easy. Doritos, spicy nacho. If you ain't eating that shit, you can go suck a dick and die four times. <sighs> I don't know, bro. I like the Cool Ranch. I don't I like really want to die ranch. four times. I do no, like well, Doritos, you're in the safe zone. But if you're getting Lay's over Doritos... You can go kill yourself. I won't lie to you, man. I kind of like the old school freaking just plain old yellow potato chips from freaking Lay's, Can you man. shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> just agree with me, goddammit. Oh, my God. What are you Brain about? leaves and the lurk. Piff is unleashed. I know. Jesus. Off the chain. Go ahead there, freaking encyclopedia. Hey, Britannica. they're just chips, brother. I know, right? Who well, gives obviously. Fuck? Like I don't want to kill chips. myself. They're no, just chips. No, it doesn't. I don't want to make a life decision at 7-Eleven. It doesn't have to do with many of those things. It's just yeah, I got that you, bro. you're talking about food. That's all I think about food. <laughs> I think he just lost his entire argument. Let me tell you something. Train of thought. I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I think about what I'm having for breakfast. A coffee and some Lays. cookies. Cool. <laughs> I literally, no Lays on his plate, my guys. Literally. Doritos, though. Not Doritos. Literally, after I eat my breakfast, I think to myself... And about four hours from now, what should I eat for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, oh, the dude gosh. likes his food. To be and 20, obviously, enough let me to tell you something. Let me tell you. I could just eat anything. Let no me tell shit. you something. <laughs> Without basically giving your soul to a mountain, oh yeah, to lose the calories. With no repercussions. So I thought. <laughs> Pretty much, Uncle Daddy brought us the fucking twelve pack of Doritos Locos Tacos. <laughs> no, they're not Doritos Locos Tacos. <laughs> I brought a 12-pack of tacos. Okay, there you go. Doritos on my mind and shit. But I'm literally thinking right now, what am I going to eat when I get home? <laughs> Damn, you still want to eat? Hey, man. Oh, between. Meanwhile, John and I are thinking, oh, I ate two tacos? I'm going to have to run 50 miles to work it off. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, I decided oh, a dime-sized piece of a Dorito. Oh, and guess what? I'm <laughs> Better really check not going to sugar. Oh, and guess what? I'm just going to think about running a match. Oh, no not shit, do man. It. Just the fact that I woke up and consciously muted my freaking alarm makes me feel good. <laughs> I didn't completely miss the alarm. I'm partly kidding because guess what? I am. You talked about it. It's on. I don't care. No homo. No new job or not. You better start training for this Tough mutter. Oh, yeah, You're because you've it. definitely put in a lot of extensive training. <laughs> oh, I've done yeah. something more than just sit down on my couch and... 
play video games and watch Ooh. YouTube videos. Why is this dude attacking? Why oh are you attacking God. me? You're looking at my midsection <laughs> and you're telling me that I haven't started training. <laughs> Screw you. Oh, you Just because right, man. listeners can't see dude, you, let me tell you looking at me head bro. to toe like a freak. <laughs> let me tell you something, dude. Whatever, I'm helping you up the fucking little damn thing and then you're pushing my fat ass over a freaking log. We'll both laugh it off, man. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll what win. I'm saying is We're we gonna both win. need to kick it in We're going to win, bro. We're going to win. Be the goals that normal humans set. We can win on our own level. Yeah, I talked to my buddy. Definitely gonna have one hundred percent. I'm gonna have t-shirts made. Any listeners out there that want to join us for this Tough Mudder, go online toughmudder.com. We're gonna be heading for the one in October that's gonna be held in uh, Temecula. If you're a listener, you want to join our little local shots crew to get through this Tough Mudder together. Send me your t-shirt size, male or female. I'll make sure you have something slick, smooth, Damn. with the weekly shots going across. Damn. You know what? We're going to get through this. Are you in it? We're going to get through this. Oh, Are God. we going to have a DJ Piff? We're going to have a DJ Piff appearance. Oh, <laughs> Are you going to go through the course? Did we just convert this dude? Are we getting a commitment right now? Live on this podcast? I said I'd be there doesn't mean I'm going to do the fucking challenge. Okay, he's not going to be there. Uh, he's in. in spirit. I'll be there in spirit because I believe that in my heart, everything is going to work out in this tough matter for you. Damn, shots. You, I fucking the shit out of Jesse right now trying to criticize him over his weight and shit. Well, I'm just saying, dude. I mean, it kind of felt like he was looking at me up and down when he said everybody needs to start training. And mm. I was like, Jesus Christ. I felt like I was getting you know, like mentally mis- mishandled. Me. We, myself included. Well, maybe it's just my self-conscious that I just heard, me, you're all going to laugh no, at you. No, I shit, just yeah. started this week, so you may not see the results. Right I, away. Honestly, when did you start this week? <laughs> honestly, I don't I just, see it. I just started <laughs> I, just start, I started doing some wow. cardio. I haven't been doing any lifting. I'm going to get back in the gym. He cut the beer drinking by 1%. Damn. <laughs> I just started doing some swimming and... Uh, Basic that's been it. I've been swimming. You swam <laughs> once at your local and pool. A- <laughs> <laughs> he walked Damn. around in the ocean seat? for 10 minutes. What's this? Seat? No, <laughs> paddling out in the waves is a big workout. Speaking of which, over the weekend I went to Oceanside. Uh, my cousins came down from uh, Inland Empire, Marino Valley, Riverside. We had a little birthday party. They hosted it over here in Oceanside Beach. And uh, I don't go to Oceanside Beach that often, but we're over there by the pier. And uh, on my, I started taking Snapchats because the current was really close. So when you park at the beach, the beach, to, back in Orange County, like in Huntington Beach, the from when you park the sand going to the water, it's like a football field. <laughs> oh, I mean, that sucks. It's the same way Gulf Shores is in Alabama. That's how I grew up. I mean, it's basically, oh, you want a fire pit? It's way over here by the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And you basically got to walk the length of a football field before you hit the water. Over here in San Diego, it's it's a trip. It's different for us. It's like you park from the from the sand, the fire pit to the ocean. It's like 15, 20 yards. Mm-hmm. However, this Saturday the tide was up mm-hmm. and it was more like ten yards. So I guess my uncle and my cousin they set up early. They had all the tables and everything out. Well, they noticed when they showed up mm-hmm. that all the seaweed and everything was pushed up to the street. You gotta listen to this. It so gets fucking like, evil after a second or two. Wait a second. They're like, hmm, this looks like wet sand up here. Let's not set up so close to the shore where, you know, they thought they were gonna set up so the kids can play and we just kind of have like this little spot zoned up. So they set up a little further back 
And sure enough, you know, a couple of everybody starts coming in as, you know, as the afternoon gets later, setting up their tent, their towels. They start setting up in front of us, but that tide starts kicking up a little bit. Mm. And, uh, you know, it starts like, oh, wow, look at that wave. Oh, it touched their feet. Oh, no. All of a sudden, it just wiped out the three or four groups that were in front of us. Damn. Eventually, by like noon, that tide just came up. And just so all of a sudden, we had beachfront property. It was like the great earthquake came <laughs> that magnitude. That it is amazing about. how that happens, bro. You're like, the, oh, it just barely touches your toe. All of a sudden, Santa and then all of a sudden, no one gets hers. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> just soaked. So Everybody's shit's fucking wrecked. Phones, everything. Yeah, everything just starts floating. Their little ice chest, their little towels, and everything. So they book it, and all of a sudden, it's this clear pastures in front of us. So great, our little canopies and our tables are set up. No one's in front of us. The water, the kids are all playing. A couple hours pass by. A new wave of people come in. They decide, oh, it's about 2 o'clock. Let's go to the beach. Well, they set up right in front of us. And we're, my uncle and I are like, oh, they have no idea. They have no idea that water's going to kick back up again. And sure enough, I get my phone ready. I'm on Snapchat. And I, I, put, I pretty much put that little snap. I'm like, they have no idea what's about to happen. And I just left it open for another five minutes. And they laid out their towel and everything in front of us. And sure enough, the we're just waiting. We're just counting. We're like, oh, my uncle's just like, oh, not quite. Oh, just a little bit more. We're like, oh, we're just watching the waves way out. Like, that's going to be the one. And we start watching it build up, get closer, get closer. Like, that's the one. That's the one. Oh, it dies out. And then finally, that's the one. Have my phone ready. Boom. They just lay down their towel and everything. And the wave just takes their towel and everything. We're like... So the minute I see that, we're just laughing our ass off. I'm like, we got to get dry sand and kick it over this wet sand so we can <laughs> set up the next person. Damn. That's, that's scandalous, bro. Right yeah, no shit. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. If you go to our Facebook page at the Weekly Shots. Don't stop there. Did you take new sand and put it over the old sand to make it look? <laughs> yes. I did. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Oh, what a dick. It didn't work as good. The other people, we didn't get a, that good of a shot. But if you go to the Weekly Shots. On Facebook, I've posted the two videos so you can see them. Nice. Speaking about the beach and all that shit, I'm <laughs> probably going to go over 4th of July weekend, but it's probably going to be packed as fuck as usual. You know, try to chill there, drink beer, even though it's illegal over there. But fucking, you can't <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Freaking DJ gangster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gangsta. Hey, but haven't you, seen, haven't you seen that the new fucking Budweiser cans? They got the American flag on it says you ain't American if you ain't drinking this I was like what the fuck dude yeah. bro just me driving here I just saw a billboard it was for Miller Lite or something it was like hard day at work Miller Lite have a beer it was red white and blue oh no like, oh no, man just that walked manipulation into, bro I don't know if it was Walmart or Stater Brothers I swear I walked right into the store it was like the god day I was like Support your troops. Drink the cotton. And then it was like Budweiser, America, mm-hmm. American. And then you go walk down a little further, middle of the aisle, big old Coors Light display. Like, for the, like basically, if you're American, you need to buy beer and just get DUIs. <laughs> there you go. That sounds about right. You know what I mean? It's like, Shots is like, what whoa. the fuck? Don't Fourth act, of July don't weekend. like you don't know that. I just better consume a bunch of alcohol because <laughs> if I don't, I'm just not American. <laughs> I'm not supporting my country if I don't get shit faced well if I don't have three Budweiser's in the next five minutes I'm not American oh my god (laughs) 
And I'm obviously more American if I just skip that six pack and go straight to a 24 pack. <laughs> you know, what I man, we, we could sit get here all day and talk shit about the corporations, but how do we even start to try to fix this? It starts right now. It starts with everybody listening to this. The little information. It. You think that your votes, your votes don't matter. It may not seem like that at first, but I guarantee you. When you were talking earlier, you basically the, said that's the little verbatim. Hope, do not vote. Your vote does not count. And then, like I'm two talking seconds about later, that you're with, like fucking vote. No, I'm talking like, wait, about what? for presidency. I got you, bro. I'm, I'm talking about for the presidency. It, that's what's gonna happen. But honestly, that's the only hope that we have is the fact that they still kind of vote the amendments, those local amendments, everything that you have, those local propositions. Those are gonna have the greater impact in your area start there and then hopefully that wave will catch on further on to when we talk presidency and everything not else. to mention talk to your kids that's what i'm telling you i'm making my kids oh, watch these documentaries man I'm, and I'm, everything i learn i share with my kids right the only away. way to freaking break the cycles break the goddamn cycle yeah. bro maybe i need to unplug that fucking cable What's going on? What are the plans for this weekend, Mr. Schatz? Uh, 4th of July. Yeah, probably going to be hanging out in Poway a lot. Poway. I was waiting to see if we had another freaking July 4th freaking party at your house. You wanted to step up to that plate again. We talked about <laughs> what happened last year, 4th of July. It's First all of all, that's how Uncle Daddy's name came about. We talked about you trying to swing for the fences over there with hey, uh, man. <clears throat> a certain young lady. Yeah. Unfortunately, I know how to fuck everything up. So, yeah. True. No fact check needed. <laughs> Damn. <Jesus. laughs> I'm thinking about doing some camping. Are you going to be home on the 4th? I am going to probably take the kids to the, the local pool? amusement park. The pool? Local? Water have park. a grill out and a freaking movie night? I'm going to do the water park in the day, and I'm probably going to do another uh, John projection Pre- movie outside. John pretty we much We did that said- last year. I put no the shit! Outside. I just renamed exactly yeah. what we did last yeah. year. John yeah. pretty much just said, "Invite yeah. me, bitch." <laughs> no, except for the pool. I think we're gonna hit up the water park this time. Where? What, what water park? Legoland. Oh. Oh, damn it! Damn it! Hey, the pool's fun and all, but when you add like yeah, but dude, right a when twenty you're foot done, slide. But when you're done <laughs> swimming, pool, that's fun. when you're done swimming, and everybody's just like, "Yeah, we don't want to drive." Seven minutes away from Legoland. Yeah, exactly. Like right down the <laughs> yeah, street. Yeah, but you gotta walk all the way out there, get in your fucking stupid car, drive all the way back. And hey, man, just think. People are freaking upset. Every extra step you take is just getting you that much more shape for the tough mutter. That's true. Yes. I do sound like a fat piece of shit right now, huh? Oh, you really do. It's all good. Kind of look like one too, but no, yeah, no, <laughs> oh, definitely. So Fourth uh, of July weekend, we should just do a little water park, maybe watch a movie. I like how maybe you do our camp. Let's that just keep moving. Quick. Let's just keep it rolling. Let's just keep it rolling, baby. <laughs> I love how you just try to say that and just keep moving. Let's just keep moving, baby. Let's keep it moving, girl. Do. Hey, this is the podcast. We got to keep people interested. Let's just keep going. Shit. All right. So just a little reminder as we wrap things up. Next week we're gonna be breaking down. UFC 200 mm-hmm. we're gonna do a special episode mm-hmm. strictly breaking down the MMA UFC 200 what are we gonna name that bad boy <laughs> oh damn put me on the spot huh I think we're thinking about maybe uh, I'll tell you what if anybody hears this podcast oh, and has Lord, some suggestions you see what happened to my dogs when I did something <laughs> like this oh, oh, damn. You see what this is, no shit oh, damn. no offense Serby but Olga a little harsh <laughs> 
This is the difference. <laughs> it's not going to be the first person. It's going to be the name that we think is the best. And then we'll let you know who Our who MMA was. talk. We're going to have a special. Uh, and then we're going to have another special guest who's a, another MMA enthusiast slash, I don't know, what do you consider an expert? This guy's like balls deep into MMA. He has a lot to bring to the table. We're going to have a special guest next week. So we're going to have our regular podcast. And then we're, on top of that, we're going to have our special MMA 200 podcast. And I think this is, depending on the reaction we get and how it goes, I think maybe every uh, pay-per-view UFC, we might do something like this. Not to mention NFL football is right around the corner. Oh, I yes. cannot wait that was one for of the, the football season. Go start. Raiders. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> and that's all you got to hear about DJ Pip. Definitely hey. don't go to SoundCloud. No, no, Cut no, that no, mic. No, no. He's gone. I just wanted to create some awkwardness real quick. Fuck the Raiders. Keep it moving. <laughs> Jesus. Keep it moving. Hurry up. Don't let him see me. Keep it no, moving. <laughs> no. So, oh, for all you listeners out there, we got the Tough Mudder coming up in October. Go ahead and join. Give us your shirt size. I'll make sure you, if you're going to go and do the course with the weekly shots, I'll make sure you got a t-shirt to run in. One of those dry fit things so you can go ahead and get it wet, sweat through it. It's going to be all right. Next week, we're going to have the UFC 200 special episode. Follow us on Facebook, like us. Mm-hmm. We got new contact up there. Content. I'm gonna make sure that we have a list of the documentaries that I've been balls deep in. Brian also has some of the stuff that he's been researching researching on there. And write us on iTunes. Yep. Go ahead and check out those videos I have of those people getting swept up by the ocean. Yeah, there, I, I saw those freaking videos. I was like, oh god, you got all kinds of weird drawings and stuff on the screen. <laughs> you hear my uncle getting super excited, and then my aunt's in the background going, oh no, oh no, <laughs> so sad. They're it's so funny. My uncle's uh, marriage and relationship is kind of mirrored to my wife, where uh, he's a little, you know, I don't know, slow. What? what How you? dare you? <laughs> I was gonna go funny, sarcastic, <laughs> devious, <slow>. devious. <laughs> Damn. And his wife's more of kind-hearted, nice, fast. You know? <laughs> Jeez, you be all right. Screw you, sheds. You be all right, bro. <laughs> we got that coming up. Uh, John, have you jumped on that Twitter yet, there, Mister Shots? No, but I will. <laughs> I just obviously, man. I just changed jobs, guys. Come on, bro. Follow me on Snapchat, Uncle Daddy. I will add you. Some of you listeners have already hit me up. I've added you guys. You will see some funny videos. We got Piff Lurks in the house, SoundCloud. Follow me on SoundCloud. And remember that I'm going to drop a mix this Saturday. We finally agreed on morning, evening-ish. So stay tuned for <laughs> that. For that we finally Saturday. agreed on hey. morning, evening-ish. That's pretty much all day. <laughs> That's all day. Hey, there it doesn't go. matter. You drop that thing early <clears throat> afternoon Saturday. You got all Saturday night. You got all Sunday. And you got all 4th of July to get down and groovy on that thing. Yeah, man. Just be ready because I've been out of the game for about 6.7 days. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. For all my 10 followers out there, just stay tuned. Don't worry. That 10 is going to easily triple up. <laughs> triple. All right, everybody. 30. As the great wise words of Brian the Brain Child, we're turning into pumpkins. Mm-hmm. That's a wrap. I guess I'll go ahead and spin us out and shit before you got anything else to say. Mm, that's all I got, guys. Have a good Hit night. Hit it, Piff. Hey. Yeah, definitely take us out, Piff. All right. Five and loud, and get the rocket shot. Five and loud, and get the rocket shot. Five and loud.